Typically, this is an event that was supposed to start in the last few minutes. And of course, it's empty. You've got empty chairs, stuff packed up in the corner and signs just hanging on the wall. The only way you'd know that Nikki Haley was supposed to be here. They canceled this event just a few minutes ago. Gathered some sound. Let's listen. Even when they started talking about pulling them off the ballots, the uh, first thing I started thinking of, I voted in 84, I think it was, for Bozo the Clown. I'll write Donald Trump in, too. Does the potential of a criminal conviction at one of the trials this year, does that give you pause? No, not really. How have the indictments against him impacted your involvement and your fervor for Donald Trump? Oh, it impacted him even further. I believe him even more, you know, because they really don't want him to come in. Vaughn, you're speaking to voters at a Trump rally. They're obviously very bought in to Donald Trump. What are you hearing right. when you go outside of those rallies from voters who aren't showing up and wearing all the gear? I think the hard part here, Katie, is the fact that the number of folks that are showing up at those rallies are by and large the folks that are going to undoubtedly caucus. And when you go to a Nikki Haley event or a Ron DeSantis event, there is not some groundswell of support like we saw in past years for a Rick Santorum or a Ted Cruz. Or if you look on the Democratic side of Bernie Sanders or even, you know, a Pete Buttigieg. But when we're talking about the trial, you know, I've talked to a great many voters to tell me that they wish that Liz Cheney was running here because it's very much so, you know, Ali Vitali was saying earlier today about the voters that she talks to at these Nikki Haley events that tell her that come the general election that, yeah, they may want Nikki Haley now, but they'd go and vote for Trump in the general election. And so, frankly, there is this disconnect between those, I'll vote for Trump in the general election, despite wanting DeSantis and Haley now, versus those Republicans who say that they want Liz Cheney to run for president and wish that she was a Republican option here. So, it seems like there's a fracturing of this Republican party, but frankly, that Liz Cheney went of the party is much smaller than the pro-Trump and that part that is also DeSantis and Nikki Haley right now. Listen, it's not an apples to apples comparison, but four years ago I was in Iowa, then I was in New right. Hampshire, and I got to say, there was so little excitement and support for Joe Biden. I thought there was no way he could possibly win the presidency. I thought it was calling it a long shot seemed like an understatement. And, and look what happened. Elections can be unpredictable things, even when the polling suggests much more a than clear Iowa. winner. Much more than Iowa. Um, it's going to happen in the next election, I am terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter, who we select, who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit. It affects us in ways that I, sometimes I think people take for granted. You know, the fact that people think that government, eh, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't really even do anything. And I'm like, oh my God, does government do everything for us? And we cannot take this democracy for granted. And sometimes I, I worry that we do. Those are the things mm. that keep me up. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies. Because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Monday, 8 January in the year of our Lord, 
2024. Thank you for being here for the late afternoon, early evening edition of the War Room. Uh, within the next week, this historic uh, year of 2024, the year of I think it's 40 percent of the world's population will actually vote in an election. And remember, we embrace uh, democracy. We embrace our constitutional republic because we win elections and we win them big. We won in 2020 and Biden stalled the buried lead there with Katie Turr. She admitted first time I ever heard it. She she covered. She was the actual the reporter in the field in 2020. And she just said, hey, you know, nobody wanted him in Iowa. Nobody. This is Biden. Nobody wanted him in Iowa. Nobody wanted him in New Hampshire. It's like uh, stunning. Of course, they didn't want him in the United States. You had to use the mail-in ballot scheme to steal the election. Well, that won't happen again. Within the next week, on Saturday, we're going to have the uh, monumentally important election in Taiwan. We've got wall-to-wall coverage at 6 o'clock tonight. We're going to go live to Taiwan for the entire hour to break it all down, the impacts here. And, of course, next Monday is the uh, opening salvo in the primary for 2024 of President Trump. Uh, We've got a lot to get through. We've got economics, the debacle on Capitol Hill with uh, Johnson, the debacle over the Pentagon with Austin, who Austin will not be fired today. Uh, But there's a building pressure on exactly what's going on. They still haven't said what he's in the hospital for, what he's been under, why he's been incommunicado, none of it. So um, we're going to get to all that. Dave Brass going to join us, going to go through some economics and some charts, make sure you're fully up to speed. I want to bring in Caroline Levitt, our own Caroline Levitt. Caroline, you've been at the PAC, I think, for a while, MAGA Inc., the powerful PAC associated with President Trump. Um, walk me through your assessment. The, the Hill newspaper right now has how the the Trump apparatus is now focused on Nikki Haley. Obviously, if you watch The War Room, something I've advocated for a long time. But, but there, and we could have, and I may put them up. Katie Turr did a special before her show at 2 o'clock on the election. She had a couple of young embeds from NBC News. And these people were saying, hey, we're the embeds in the Haley and the uh, – in the DeSantis campaign, and we're not feeling it. You just go to these events, still two-thirds of the people are kind of for Trump. They're just there to kick the tires. And then we had to have, NBC had their big thing this morning. Caroline, you've been on campaigns. You've run for Congress. You know how to do advance work, your own advance work you have to. Help me out here. How does, it's all about momentum, the, the Hill newspaper, Nikki's momentum is building, you got to thwart it, all this. How do you have an event Within one week of the caucus of Nikki Haley, whose Politico tells me this morning, as Lee Soros raised more money than anybody from these left-wing billionaires, Union Party billionaires. How do you have an event and invite the the global media, NBC News, all the people cheering you on to be Trump, and nobody shows up, and you have to cancel it when the reporters are there? How does that work, ma'am? Well, what, how that happens is when voters start to realize exactly who Nikki Haley is. And that is a vessel for the never Trump establishment movement, Steve. She does not represent America first, which is the philosophy that grassroots Republican voters love. And she's made multiple horrific gaffes just in the last few weeks. I mean, Nikki Haley actually said the other day that she goes to Iowa, she, quote, switches personalities and then comes to my home state of New Hampshire. That is not what voters want to hear. We want authentic, real, tough candidates who are consistent on the issues that matter. That is not Nikki Haley. And uh, she can't be trusted on the issues that matter. Her record is abysmal. And we at MAGA Inc. are focused on exposing the truth about Nikki Haley's globalist open border record to voters, including her proposals for amnesty and 
including her opposition to President Trump's border wall, and including her very, very damning quote when she said that if the American public should not call illegal immigrants criminals. She actually said that, by definition, they are criminals. We are going to call them that, and we need a president who believes they are and will treat them as such and deport them. Nikki Haley won't do it. She's a globalist. She's backed by the Democrats. The media wants her badly, but the American public does not. Uh, can we go ahead and play? You guys got a very powerful spot. I want to play it, then have your uh, break it down for us. Drug traffickers, rapists, poisoning our country. But Nikki Haley refused to call illegals criminals. We don't need to talk about them as criminals. They're not. Illegals are criminals, Nikki. That's what illegal means. Haley even opposed Trump's wall, and Haley repeatedly pushed amnesty for illegals. We don't need to talk about them as criminals. They're not. Nikki Haley, too weak, too liberal to fix the border. Make America Great Again Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Before social media, she kind of was able to get away with this, right? Because she kind of presents herself differently, whether it's social issues, abortion, economics. She says one thing in Iowa. She says another thing in New Hampshire. It's a different spin on it in uh, in, in Florida. Is, is that her central problem? She doesn't really have a set of core beliefs? Exactly. She doesn't stand on principle. She flip-flops. As soon as the political wind blows in one direction, Nikki Haley goes in that direction. When it blows the other direction, she goes back in that direction. She doesn't have core values. Unlike President Trump, who has been saying the same thing about the issues plaguing America, whether it's China ripping us off, whether it's our politicians in Washington, D.C. selling out the American people, or whether it is about our border. His infamous slogan in 2016 was to build the wall. Steve, you know about that better than anyone. Nikki Haley opposed that. And now she's saying that the American people shouldn't be disrespectful to illegal aliens and call them criminals. How about the disrespect that these criminals show our country and our culture and our people every single day when they are illegally invading our border? Why doesn't she say that to the parents of the 11-year-old girl in Minnesota who was gang raped by a house full of illegal immigrants? Or how about the mother who just found her 16-year-old daughter murdered in a bathtub at the hands of an illegal immigrant? These people are criminals. They need to be deported. Nikki Haley doesn't even want us to call them that. So so we shouldn't trust that she'll take action to do that when she is president, whereas President Trump has vowed to have the largest mass deportation operation in American history. He is the only one we can trust to secure the border, fix the border. And Nikki Haley, she's going to follow the money. And if you follow where her money has gone into her campaign, it's from Democrat donors who support Joe Biden's open border policies that are taking the lives of American people every single day. She's not going to lead on the issue her past record and statements prove it. And we, we should not think that she'll just somehow be elected and magically be uh, a law and order president. She won't. Caroline, you, you know, you like I said, you ran for Congress. You know how hard it is. You got to raise the money. It's very tough. When I look at Nikki Haley and I look at these events she's having and the donors, they're the worst of the uniparty Republican. I mean, the, the most liberal, most moderate Republican donors that, that are never Trump. But when you see who she's taking money from the Democrats, it, it, it's mind-boggling. Reed Hoffman is one of the biggest haters of MAGA. He has funded a number of lawsuits and other things. He's just a bad guy. He hates MAGA. He hates Trump, but he actually hates MAGA also. Why would, why would her advisors let her take money from Reed Hoffman that people like you can go out there and say, hey, look, here's, here's who her puppet masters are. Why, why, what's the thinking in back of taking that money? 
Well, because I think that her advisors don't understand the power of the America First movement. They don't understand the MAGA movement. In fact, they probably have disdain for our movement. Nikki Haley most certainly does. I mean, just on her uh, CNN town hall last week, she said that President Trump, uh, some of the political persecutions against him are righteous. Some of them are wrong. What are you talking about? Every single one of these are wrong. There is no evidence for any of this. This is Joe Biden weaponizing the Department of Justice, and this is Democrats interfering in our elections. And she has the audacity to go up there and, and somehow cover for this Democrat election interference efforts. Those those are the Democrat dollars getting infused into her brain. She's so out of touch with where the vast majority of American, the American people are, especially the vast majority of our great America first movement. And that's why the globalists around the world, that's why Democrats are supporting her, because she is their last hope, right? She is the darling of the establishment. And they are doing everything in their power to ensure President Trump can't be victorious. Uh, but rest assured, we're very confident that he will. And it's very important, Steve, that a week from tonight, it's going to be real cold in Iowa, but that your audience, anyone who lives in Iowa, gets out in caucuses. This is our chance to make our voice heard and to turn the page away one last time from the Never Trump globalist first, China first movement to put America first again, ensure President Trump is our nominee, and then, of course, evict Joe Biden from the White House come November 2024. Amazing. You're absolutely correct. The weather's going to be pretty brutal next week. That's why we need everybody to get out and caucus. It only it only matters if you're there. And this is one week from tonight. Uh, Caroline, where do people get to you at MAGA Inc.? What's your social media? Yes, please go follow us at MAGA Inc. War Room. You can check out the new ad that we just aired in New Hampshire. Uh, you can follow me at NH. Thanks, Steve, for having me. I love the War Room. Love the podcast. See, uh, I see them on the ground here in New Hampshire quite often, and they love you. They love the show, and they love this country, and I'm very confident they're going to help President Trump win. Okay, we need all the MAGA supporters. We need all the America First. We need all the Warren Posse back uh, next Monday at the caucuses and, of course, in New Hampshire the week after that. Caroline, I'm glad he's got a fighter like you uh, riding shotgun up there, so thank you very much for joining us. Great, tell the guys, great ad, amazing ad. Neil I will. Connicky. Thanks, Steve. I got to tell you, the money's pouring. Hey, didn't I told you it was going to happen in Politico Day? That article in Politico is absolutely brutal. Who she's taking the money from and how much money she's taking? She's got her paymasters. They're on Wall Street in Silicon Valley. Does that shock you? Short commercial break. Uh, we're going to talk about Biden nomics and Biden's polling. Dave Bratz broken it down. Exactly what is the money buying? You're going to find out next in the war room. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part? 
you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, you're about to see turbulence. <laughs> we got turbulence in the nation's capital. We got this massive throwdown already. Uh, your calls are already starting to rattle people. Uh, I think this thing's coming apart right now. Don't think it's going to pay. We got to jam it up over the next couple of days. Also, this Austin situation is only going to worse. We're going to get Joe Kent in here at the bottom of the hour to talk about it. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash abandon. You need to be up to speed on the end of the dollar empire. How to impact your family, you, your country. But also, you need to talk to the Birch Gold guys. You need to find, ask the question, point blank, why are the BRICS nation central banks, the guys that control the resources, oil, all the mining, the natural resources, why are they buying, why are they buying gold at record rates? Just ask that question. Ask it. Let, the, uh, let uh, Philip Patrick and the team come back and tell you the converging forces that are forcing that. Then go get a big pot of Warpath coffee at warpath.coffee. Cut off everything. Cut the TV off, the streaming services, the Internet. Close up your iPad, your phones, all of it. Get a big mug of coffee. Sit down and think about what the Birch Gold guys tell you. Just think. Right now you need to think. You're free men and free women. You've got to make some decisions. Make sure you've thought them through. We'll provide people who can give you information to help you think. That's what this show is about. One of those people is Dave Brett. Dave has been working away on it. Here's the thing, Dave. I know, and this is Brother Brett, it does not work on the Sabbath, but <laughs> yesterday evening when, when, when Johnson tweeted out, and just a heads up to Speaker Johnson, I think when you drop bombs like this in the future, don't sound like the Dear Colleague letter out on a tweet, <laughs> a little more personal interaction, maybe telling people about it. When you drop a bombshell that you basically let Hakeem Jeffries, Schumer, McConnell, and Biden uh, pick your pocket. Uh, it might be nice to give people a heads up on this. Dave, you've done some analysis on, on the numbers and where we are. Walk our audience to it, will you, brother? Yeah, I, I, on your uh, Birch Gold, I'll just throw in uh, a, a little uh, free advertisement. Also, go out to uh, Zero Hedge. They got a nice piece. They talk about uh, the, the Harvard thing is not done yet, right? The president resigned. Uh, but their economists and the Ivy League economists have some explaining to do around uh, modern monetary theory. Uh, as I said wow. last time I was on the show, uh, there's going to be an accounting of where where were you? All these elitist economists, where were you when you needed to say something, right, about the tens of trillions uh, in debt in, in years, the, the blowout deficits? And so when the speaker comes out, right, and Paul Ryan, boy, Ryan used to drive me nuts because if you parsed a sentence, it ended up being true. Uh, but, boy, it, it's uh, like a creative writing course, right? So when Johnson comes out and says the best budget we've ever had in 10 years, that's probably because we've never had a budget agreement, right, if you want to get technical, right? There's probably never been a budget agreement. And the reason you know it's a disaster is when Schumer and then Biden – Biden comes out and says, we reject the deep cuts to programs uh, across the board and is free of any extreme policies, meaning conservative policies. I long for the day when yeah. the Republicans get to finally say, uh, it, 
We hold demand it, the term, it. right? Schumer, they always demand the term. Schumer, Schumer, we, we have the leverage. We can demand everything. They yes. just won't use it too gutless. Hold it. Schumer, Jeffries, and Biden each put yeah. out separate press releases that said this was victory. These were victories for the Democratic yeah. Party and the country, yeah. the Democratic Party. Right. And they said right. no extremists. That would be MAGA, which is no policy changes and no massive cuts. Of what yeah. we knew, no cuts at all. It actually increases. Talk to right. me about your charts. Yeah, and, and just before we move on, I'll just give the people uh, watching a, just a, uh, a very easy way to analyze the budget numbers. Uh, basically, we're $2 trillion over where we should be, right? So when you see discussions of Republicans saying we saved $30 billion, that's a, that, that's, it's not even a teaspoon. It's not even a thimble up there in the swamp, right? So uh, unless you're talking trillions, there's no content. Let's get to the charts. Uh, again, uh, this stuff, you know, it's not political. I, I don't do the politics. I do the economics. Uh, here's the economics. Uh, you see uh, the uh, on the far left, up in the left corner, March 21, 2021, uh, the third round of free money, uh, fiscal stimulus kicking in. And uh, Biden's uh, approval is high at 55 percent there. It goes down, 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 down. Uh, until you hit uh, right in the middle of that graph, it says uh, Inflation Reduction Act. So cool sounding name. Uh, notice it doesn't say Price Reduction Act. It's true that inflation went from nine to five, uh, but your prices are still going up at five at that time. Uh, so prices never went down, even at the far right of that graph. Uh, so everybody thought, hey, this sounds cool. Uh, Biden's ratings go up a little bit. Uh, and then uh, look up at the top right. Free money has run out. Inflation sets in and uh, devastating decline in, in uh, Biden approval and his disapproval climbs up to 55 and a half uh, in this chart. Uh, next chart, uh, Denver, I showed last week uh, on the war room. Uh, bottom line is that brown line down at the bottom. We're going to get into this later, why this happened. The answer is productivity. Uh, but at the end of the day, Real hourly wages are going down. You can construct other things that include benefits and Social Security and Medicare and da 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 da. Some of the lines above uh, appear to be going up uh, more. Uh, but the the bottom line for the middle class worker is what's happened to my wage wages? They're going down uh, over the past several years. Last chart in this series. Here's the biggie. All right, let's go over this one in slow motion. All right, so that red line is basically a measure of stimulus, right? The fiscal stimulus, monetary stimulus, uh, it's a Bloomberg index. That's, in this case, it's a leading indicator. So you look up at that green circle, that red line is going up first, uh, and then the blue line goes up. The blue line, again, is Biden's approval rating. So his approval rating goes up in tandem with free money. Uh, that would be true for any politician. Uh, but then the red line goes down first, it's the leading indicator. And then Biden's numbers come way down. Then the red line jumps up. The blue line goes up a little bit. People are starting to learn uh, not all is right here. Then the red line takes a nosedive down and down comes uh, Biden's approval in the blue. Uh, then right in the middle at about 2002, you see down at the bottom, the red line jumps straight up. People are starting to learn the game here. What's going on? All this free money is not helping them. It's hurting them. It's causing inflation. The prices of everything's going up through the roof uh, and Biden's approval goes down. Uh, and then, you know, there's a lag effect. It, go, Biden's it goes up a little bit right after 22 due to all that stimulus. 
Uh, but then here comes the stimulus down, 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 down. And Biden's approval at the far right in the blue is as low as you've ever seen it, right? So it's very interesting to see just a one-for-one -one mapping almost, right? There's an exception right in the middle. Uh, but basically, the amount of stimulus is dictating the approval or disapproval of a politician, uh, in this case, Biden, and it dominates all the other effects of any other variable. By the way, this is really the lesson of modern monetary theory. Yeah. Remember, this yes. crazy thing that came out of France was deficits right. don't matter. Flooding the zone right. with fiat currency doesn't matter. Because yeah. they said, oh, 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 if you ever get into a problem economically, you can just raise rates and raise taxes. Like, voila, that will just solve right. it. As you know, it's hard, right. to, you know, it's hard to do. The, raising rates has massive impact on people. And it's not easy to raise taxes, particularly on the wealthy where they should be raised. So the modern monetary theory turns out to be a radical idea that was implemented by both parties. The Senate went along with this. This is why you had this massive stimulus. And the Biden guys understood the more we give money to people, the better they're going to like us. And that's why they're jammed yeah. up now. This is why this deal with Johnson is so idiotic. Now is the time right. to cut right. the spending, yeah. not to increase yeah. the spending. Just give me the... Give us the nuts. I want to go back to something you said. Um, yeah. This is very important for the audience. There, Johnson last night talking about, well, we saved $6 billion on the, uh, we saved $6 billion on the IRS. We saved yeah. $10 billion on pre, on pre COVID. They're like clapping each other back for $20 billion in savings. I'm going, there's a $2 trillion deficit. The trailing right. to a month right. is 2.5. It's 200 billion every month. I said, what are they doing? How do they sit around a table and even think that's intelligent? It's, it's ridiculous. Right. Tell me yeah. how that works, Brett. We got about a minute or so. Tell me how they can sit there with the obvious evidence that this thing is now out of control. In fact, Reason Magazine says we're going to add another trillion from, from January, I think, second or third to the end of March. What are Johnson right. and these guys thinking about when they try to come out there and pitch you how this is so great and the biggest savings we've ever had? Yeah, they get in the room and then they say, hey, we got a small majority, small Republican majority in the House. And so, you know, we, you know, guys, you know, we got to play it real safe. We don't want to do anything drastic and lose an election. You know, we wouldn't want to seal the border uh, from 10 million criminals uh, on a border invasion. We wouldn't want to do the right thing for the country and bring us back to fiscal sanity. And, uh, you know, this, this small band over there in the Freedom Caucus, there's about 70 people in that kind of group, largely speaking. You know, they're just they're, they're just the party of no. They're just negative people. All they do is say no, no, no. Well, what they're saying no to is a border invasion and two and a half trillion in deficit spending. And, I, hey, guys, hey, hey, yes. Congress, listen up here. Jamie Dimon, the head of Morgan Stanley, uh, yesterday let it out of the bag a little bit. He's been doing it. He's been be, he's been trying to be honest, I think. And he's been saying uh, the banks are going to have some troubles coming up. Uh, these zombie businesses, uh, the 5% interest rates, the Fed's talking like they might loosen. They're not going to loosen, even if they loosen a quarter of a point. Uh, that's not going to bail out the bad deals that have been done. And, uh, you know, we've got yeah. more news to break on the uh, renters forever and all the other implications of the high interest rates. Yeah, we got D Dave, uh, what's your? How do people get the charts? How do they get to you on social media? Yep, Brad Economics on Getter, and uh, come visit at Liberty University. Parents, scholars, bring the young ones. I uh, love to meet you all anytime. Just come to Liberty University. God bless everybody. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Two zero two 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 five three one two one. Maybe to, tomorrow's a better day to call. They're back tomorrow, and um, there was a little bit of a mini firestorm today. 
the the leadership knows that people are furious about this deal. Furious about this deal. This deal has got to be shut down. This is a giveaway at the exact moment in time that you have the leverage. You just have to have the guts to say, hey, if, I, if the illegitimate regime wants to shut down their government, so be it, baby. Short break. Joe Kent next in the war room. You can't handle the truth. The truth is the clowns running this joint live for chaos. Many of our problems as a country could be solved overnight, but the establishment lets them be. Destruction fuels them. If you can handle that truth, you need to visit MyPatriotSupply.com. You'll get $60 off a much-needed four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. The country's largest preparedness company, My Patriot Supply, is your fighting chance at survival. Sealed inside rugged packaging, these delicious meals last up to 25 years and provide over 2,000 calories daily. That's 2,000 calories daily. Eat right in emergencies with this four-week food kit from My Patriot Supply. At this low price, you can get one for every person in your family. Visit MyPatriotSupply.com. Order by 3 p.m. for free shipping same day. That's order by 3 p.m. for free same-day shipping. Prepare right now at MyPatriotSupply.com before total chaos ensues. Action, action, action. Use your agency. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Courtney, what about the president? Yeah, that was um, completely absent from the statement that we got from Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin over the weekend. He did talk, commit to doing better when informing the public. He acknowledged that the media were upset about how this all unfolded, that, that no one was informed about this all week. But he did not address the fact that despite the fact he was hospitalized in the intensive care unit on Monday, New Year's Day, the White House, including Secretary or um, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan and President Biden himself, were not notified of his hospitalization until Thursday afternoon. And to add to that, Katie, we're learning a little bit more of the timeline today. In fact, um, senior leaders here in the Pentagon, members of the Joint Chiefs, the service secretaries and congressional leaders were not notified of the secretary's hospitalization until Friday afternoon, not long before the statement came out to the public. And you can see there President Biden on Saturday, January 6th, he called Secretary Austin. Now, what we're hearing today from officials is that call was warm and that we President Biden has no intention. It was warm. It was warm. No intention of firing. Uh, Brother Kent, uh, was it your chief warrant officer at 12, 13, 14? How many deployments did you make? I did 11 combat deployments, Steve. 11 combat deployments. Brother, we had a, a carry a battle group under attack last week by the Houthi rebels in the Red Sea. We had the guys in Iraq taking incoming from the uh, Persian militias. We got people in harm's way. And forget even put a pin in the fact that he's the only other guy in the nuclear chain of command directly that can actually give an order. Have you seen anything like this in your life, given the chain of command of the military, brother? No, not not at all, Steve. I mean, this is unprecedented for a sec def essentially just to go AWOL and, and not inform anybody. And as you pointed out, we, we've got American forces under fire right now. I think, though, if you look at Austin's full record as Secretary of Defense 
and as a general. This is par for the course with him, though. He is the guy that oversaw the failed debacle in Afghanistan, getting our troops out that resulted in 13 service members losing their lives. He's the one that implemented the so-called extremist stand-down witch hunt, the COVID vaccine mandates that really, you know, went after troops who refused to take that and has really hurt our readiness. And then as a general officer, he was the guy that was lying to President Obama about what was happening in the Middle East when he was the CENTCOM commander, and then also lying until he was called on the carpet about the funding of the so-called moderate Syrian rebels. So he's an absolute train wreck and needs to be removed from office immediately. Would, uh, you're running for Congress. I mean, Matt Gates today said there should be an Armed Services Committee meeting tomorrow hearing, even behind closed doors to start off with. What would you recommend? If you were in the House right now, would you call for his resignation? Would you say we have to have a closed-door hearing? I mean, as far as we know, the guy's still in the hospital. But we don't know because – and it's a bizarre – I used to be, like I said, an aide to the CNO back, you know, in 81. And it's inconceivable – for the CNO to not know where SecDef is at any moment in time that you could get him instantaneously in case there was a problem with the fleet. This is what's so shocking about this, sir. Absolutely. Steve, if I were in Congress, I would sign on to the impeachment papers that have been drafted already by Corey Mills, Matt Gates, and a bunch of other great Freedom Caucus members. I'd sign on to those immediately. I'd zero out Austin's salary to $1 using the uh, the Holman rule and just get him out of office and isolate him. We can we do need to figure out exactly what happened, who knew what and when, because I think there's other glaring issues in the chain of command. He has a full staff there in the Pentagon, and those folks knew that he was incapacitated. They knew that he was out of play for a bit. And as you pointed out, he's part of the nuclear chain of command. He has troops that are under fire in the region. So yeah, we need some accountability for exactly who knew what and when. But right now, let's just have Congress impeach him and zero out his salary. Let's get rid of the guy. What would you call for at the White House? Jake Sullivan, these guys must have known he was there. I mean, or missing. Last week we had we had active combat, kinetic activity around a carrier battle group and around troops in Iraq. What would you call for for Jake Sullivan and this team of clowns around Biden? Yeah, I mean, Biden should be calling for the resignations of his National Security Council. The National Security Council is there to provide Biden advice and counsel on matters of national defense. And they don't even know where the Secretary of Defense was while we had troops under fire. So Biden should be calling for their resignations. Congress should be calling for their resignations. And as Matt Gates pointed out, there should be a full briefing to the Armed Services Committee. A timeline should be laid out. The American people should know this. We pay these people's salaries to defend us and to defend our troops that are in harm's way. This dereliction of their duty, even though it's par for the course, it's completely unacceptable. We've got to enforce some standards and not have these people continue, continuing to make our national security an absolute joke. You know, last week you had the Republicans down there. They were there for a photo op. The question was shut down the border or shut down the government. Where are your constituents, the people in your district, where are their heads right now when it comes to this invasion of the southern border, which Raheem says showed us the Rasmussen number. Two-thirds, two-thirds of the American people says it is an invasion. And... The fact that we, you know, Johnson put this deal out last night. That's a complete debacle. We're, besides, I know what you're thinking is, but the folks in your district, where are their heads on this right now? 
You know, Steve, when you, when you get out there and you, you talk to folks in my district, and I, I think this reflects in the rest of the country, people are focused on the fact that we don't have a southern border because no matter where you live, whether it's down in the uh, Eagle Pass area or it's up here in Washington's third congressional district, this illegal immigration problem, the crime that, that comes with it, and the fentanyl overdoses in particular are affecting every single corner of my district and this nation. So people want to know, why is our border not being defended? Why is the government addressing anything else? That and inflation are the two things I hear from no matter who I talk to. And they're both linked. I mean, why is the government continuing to spend trillions of dollars that we don't have? Obviously, none of it's going to relieve the inflation. It's just driving more and more inflation, while at the same time, the government can't perform its most basic task of defending its citizens. So I think the people uh, in my district and throughout the entire nation will understand if Republicans hold the line and say, hey, if you're not going to secure the border, then we're not going to fund the government. And, and I think that they would be rewarded for showing that strength and actually speaking truth to power when it comes to our national security, our national sovereignty, and then also what's happening with this debt crisis. And, and you would share that with Speaker Johnson. Hey, look, I know you're well-intentioned, but let me tell you where the people are. This budget you put forward doesn't address any of that. It just continues down the same, same path to bury us. Um, Walk me through how we get to everything about your campaign, how we get to everything about you, social media, all of it. Absolutely. JoeKentForCongress.com is the place to go. Any kind of donation that people can make, it's going to help us push back. I'm running against one of the most uh, extreme and vulnerable Democrats in the entire country. Only lost by less than a percentage point last time, so we're right back in the fight. JoeKentForCongress.com. Links to all my social media and any kind of contribution that the posse can make. It's greatly appreciated. Also, every Friday we put up uh, Joe Kent, a, 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 a something he does up on Getter. It gets enormous, enormous traction. So I want everybody in the audience to understand you can come to our Getter site on Friday afternoon and get uh, up close and personal with Joe Kent. Joe, you've built a, a, tremendous, uh, a tremendous fan base here in the war room. So thank you very much for doing that, and thank you very much for coming on. Thank you so much, Steve. I really appreciate it. You, you talk to these veterans, the combat veterans of the Iraq and Afghanistan war. I've talked to a lot of people the last 24 I mean, they're in shock. I mean, look, I come from the era of, you know, against the Soviets and Cap Weinberger. It was a different deal then. Same chain of command, but there you're, you know, hunting Soviet submarines. It's the Russians, nuclear weapons, all of that. Um, we've fought different wars since then. But people are in shock. Like the carrier battle group last week being under attack and, and these poor troops strung out in Iraq still there, what, five, ten thousand? coming under attack by the Persian back militias and to know the secretary of defense in the white house and the national Security doesn't know he's missing. I mean, it boggles the mind. These, these men and women that went in harm's way. Absolutely shocking. Let's play. We got Joe Allen at the consumer electronics show. We're covering every this year, wall to wall from the Taiwan election, to the CES, CES where all the new developments come. And now with AI transhumanism, you got to be at the forefront there. Joe Allen said, let's play the cold open or bring Joe Allen in from Vegas. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here at the first night of CES 2024. It's sort of like a, a science fair for future cyborg tech. Yeah, it's a completely future. Is this is this uh, trans? Gender or transhuman? <laughs> Not transgender. Okay, so this is a mouse piece. The name is Mutalk 2. This is a soundproof microphone. But once I'm put on this one, 
you can hear anything. What? You can't hear anything. No, no, just kidding. <laughs> Do you think that uh, the introduction of this technology to the general population will alter people's psychology? Psychology? As we look to CES, you'll see inclusivity all around. From our partners, such as LGBT tech, the female quotient, Black Girl Ventures. Uh, uh, do you think that by going into the metaverse and pretending to be a woman, uh -huh. that um, it might alter fundamentally the internal psychological state, the internal mental state uh -huh. of the user? Um, it's quite difficult to answer, how to say. It's like an alien's movie, it's just reeling something. This is a very robot for augmented our running ability. If you started to approach the speed of light, do you think they would actually begin to slow down your aging process? Actually, it's a quite interesting question, but... This guy better be careful or he will end up going back in time. Of course, there's going to be more innovation here on the show floor. You're going to see Abbott bringing their neuromodulation therapy, which is an implantable device for pain relief. All right, I'm here with uh, Andrew from Nergear, and we are talking about the Zen Bud, which is a device that uh, uses ultrasound to stimulate your vagus nerve. So it hits this point specifically in your ear. It sends a signal to your brain being like, hey, calm down, relax, everything's gonna be okay. And with like five minutes uh, sessions a day, you can see actually an increase in effect of calm and relaxation. At the body friend exhibit, you can see here this gentleman terrified, stuck inside the contraption. The videos will be projected on the bubble. You can have sound, smell also. Oh, smell also. Absolutely. It's It'll be like smell-o-vision. Smell-o-vision, that's a good, yeah, you create, yeah, smell-o-vision, I like that. So these guys appear to be trapped inside this box because this is a hologram. See, in real life, the man behind the curtain is right here. I'm rethinking now. That's <laughs> it. No, no. The future is created. You know, I went to CES for, I don't know, 20 years. Um, in fact, Sheldon Adelson, the great contributor to the Republican Party, Sheldon Adelson actually created that uh, many decades ago. And it was a must. When I was uh, financing things on Wall Street in my own firm, you had to go to CES. And all the a lot of the wacky stuff you see there, you never see again. But I got to tell you, it's really where the future is created. You can look, go to CES, and a couple of years later, these small companies or what the big companies announced actually came to fruition. That's why it's so important for you to be there. We're going to hold you through the break, Joe, but just your, your net assessment coming out of the first, uh, the first couple of days of this, uh, are, we, are we to be terrified or should we be uh, feeling better? A little bit of both, Steve. Uh, you should definitely be terrified at the various devices that will actually be adopted. But, uh, you know, a lot, as you said, a lot of what we saw there will end up on the, uh, the cutting room floor. So we'll we'll see. But tomorrow the real expo begins. That's when we're going to see the big stuff. Is that when the big what what big addresses? And normally this is all the guys would do their huge announcement. I guess Apple opted out after a while. But this is where all the big announcements are. What what? Give me fifteen seconds of what big announcements you think are going to happen. Uh, that would be the AI keynote from Nvidia. Absolutely. Oh, wow, the chip maker. Okay, hang on for a second, Joe. 
we have Joe uh, Allen at CES, Consumer Electronics Show, tracking everything on transhumanism and particularly the AI portion of that in advanced uh, chip design and, of course, quantum computing, those three aspects of uh, leading us to the, uh, to, the, uh, to the brink. Short commercial break. We'll talk about the singularity next in the war room. The apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and your cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which, as you know, is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs like your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and your immune system. Yo, folks, the holidays are here, and you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com fieldofgreens.com make sure you take take it today use your agency action 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 fieldofgreens.com promo code bannon use your host stephen k bannon of course the chat rooms are on fire boy you gotta have you gotta be pretty thick skinned they're calling uh a lot of the a lot of the people that are have gone through this exercise before calling ces nerd fest Right, or nerds gone wild, and it's very true. Unfortunately, we live in a world, ladies and gentlemen, where the nerds control a lot. That's why we've done the transhumanism uh, aspect of this, because the nerds make a lot of decisions. Uh, one thing they're trying to do, too, is central bank digital currency. That's coming. Programmable money. So just put, that, put a thought in that. This is going to be the next big wave of the administrative state. To avoid that, make sure you go talk to the folks at Birchgold. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Get Philip Patrick and the team on there. Ask them the simple question. Why are the BRICS nations, central banks, they have all these resources, why are they buying gold at record rates in 22 and 23? And why is the central bank, the Federal Reserve of the United States, either printing fiat money to back up this fiscal irresponsibility you see from uh, Jeffries and Johnson and Schumer and McConnell and, of course, Biden? Or to focus on a central bank digital currency, which will be able to track everything that you do. Ask them that question. Wait for the answer. Get your Warpath coffee. Sit down with yourself, maybe with your spouse. Talk it through. You guys make some decisions. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Make sure you go check it out today. Joe, the singularity is what we're concerned about because the convergence of those forces, the Made in China 2025, those industries that are all represented at NerdFest at CES in Vegas, uh, on this side are Homo sapiens, on the other side are Homo sapiens plus or Homo sapiens 2.0. What else is going? NVIDIA is big because they're going to make the announcement on the chips and the capacity for the chips, the speed of the chips for AI. What else we got going on? Yeah, the three big things I'm looking at, Steve, the artificial intelligence, especially how different corporations plan to incorporate those technologies into their companies. You see it all over the place. I mean, this thing is sponsored by Walmart, Google, uh, Amazon has a presence here. You have like all the companies that people's lives are running on uh, are kind of showcasing the, what they believe will be the next kind of cutting edge tech. The others, uh, robotics, especially you know, home robotics, 
What kinds of robots do they expect people to bring into their houses, to watch their every move, uh, to supposedly do all their work for them? But I think that there's a, a lot of times there's a, a drawback to having any of these devices in your house, such as having an Alexa eavesdropping device in your house, which was you know, millions and millions already. The last one, though, Steve, is the, uh, the wearable biotechnology, right? So uh, a lot of biosensor companies have created these wearables. You think about the smartwatch or the Google Watch. These things are constantly monitoring your internal physiological state uh, on the positive side that can keep, help you keep healthy, right? You're monitoring your heart rate. You see how many steps you're taking and it'll help you get in shape. On the downside, it's monitoring everything going on inside your body. And these corporations, I think, have proven themselves to be completely against everything that we stand for. If uh, nothing else, human agency, human freedom and human dignity. So, yeah, nerd fest. Uh, do I belong here? Yeah, probably. Uh, but the big thing to distinguish me from these nerds is that uh, I hate the tech they're creating. Uh, a lot of good people, though, here. A lot of good people uh, working on nightmarish they're, they're, projects. They're good. They're, a lot of good folks, and sometimes it's very, very scary. Joe, how do people follow you to keep up to speed with what's happening? You're going to be on multiple times a day in the broadcast, but how do people keep up on your social media with what's going on at CES? Yeah, I'm posting a ton of stuff on my social media at J-O-E-B-O-T-X-Y-Z on X and Gitter. Uh, and of course, you can follow all the writings at warroom.org under the transhumanism tab. Be a lot of stuff coming out there, too. Um, yes, yeah, Steve, thank you very much. This is definitely uh, my kind of people, uh, you know, minus the technophilia. Yeah, exactly. OK, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. CES, where the future happens. We're covering the border tomorrow in depth. We've got a lot of going on. Monica Crowley's going to join us. Ben Harner was going to talk to us about this mass immigration in Europe. Uh, Penny Nance from Concerned Women's, a big endorser of President Trump, going to be on. We're going to talk about CPAC, so there's a lot happening. The two elections, we're also covering at 6 o'clock. We're going to Taiwan. You've got to understand this monumental election they're going to have on Saturday. On Monday, they're going to have the caucuses, so we're going to be covering both here in the war room. Mike Lindell just was out in Mason City. The enthusiasm for President Trump is over the top. We had Caroline Levitt on at the top. She's one of the senior people at the MAGA Inc. PAC. She's telling you what's going on on the ground. Mike, uh, your your presentation, just tell, spend a couple of minutes, a minute on that and then talk to me about the company. We've got about three minutes. Um, the um, it, what, what was the vibe of our people at, in Mason City? Are, are they enthusiastic? They think we got this. Uh, are they nervous? Where are their heads? It's beyond, it's, they're not, there wasn't nervousness. Um, it's, uh, it's very much confidence, and it's over-the-top confidence. And it's, uh, I think I said earlier today, the, the media is going, you know, are, really, are people going to get out and vote? Because his, his uh, polling numbers, Donald Trump's are, are real president's polling numbers, are over the top. So they'll say, oh, I'm just going to sit back and I'll be, they'll, he'll win anyway. It's not like that at all. And uh, everyone's going, we're going to get 20 people. They're going to get 50 people. They're going to get 2,000 people. It is a confidence, but it's like everybody's engaged. And I said that in my speech up there. I said, you know, all the bad things that have been going on over this last year, I think one of the quotes I used was, I tell the real president, I told him, I don't know, on one of the indictments, I said, sir, if they can't keep indicting you, and your poll numbers keep going up, you're going to end up with more votes than voters like Pennsylvania does in all their elections. And the crowd yep. went crazy. And it's yep. uh, so it's a really everybody's really confident, but they're they're not they're They know that we get one shot at this and this is it. And they one and shot. Um, 
And that's it. And there, there, there is what? that urgency, but it's a driving. It's like, hey, we're all in this together. And it was packed. You couldn't, you couldn't fit one more person there. I had a, I had a police officer come in the back door, and he comes up to me. He goes, "We got to check the fire code." And I'm going, "I don't work here." <laughs> and he goes, "He looks at this. <laughs> I just look like I work here. No, <laughs> it looks like I work here." Uh, we got 60 seconds. Where do people go right now? You got the free shipping. You got everything on fire. 800-873-1062 is the number. Tell the phone operators we got their back. Not going to let the IRS shut them down. What should people look for when they go to mypillow.com promo code War Room? Yeah, you guys go to go go to the War Room Square, go to mypillow.com. But what you're going to see, the biggest offer we're doing is the one we're all making at the factory, 100% made in the USA, the MyPillow 2.0 for 29.98 everybody for the queen size, king size just $5 more, but your whole order is going to ship for free. There it is. The best special in the history of MyPillow. I did this exclusive for the war room because you know what? Now, not only do we all need the best sleep in history, but also the this is the lowest price. Your hoarder will ship for free. And uh, my is this way of thinking, everybody in the war room posse, you can get this, get your hoarder, get your big ticket items too, your beds, your toppers, get those. They ship these expensive. It's on me. We'll see you tomorrow, Mike. Thank you very much. Stick around. We're going to Taiwan next, and you're going to want to go with us. In the I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting and dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. Dot com, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. 
That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.